Welcome to the Seniorology Podcast with your host, me, Leslie Kerrigan, creator of Seniorology and Conference 12. Seniorology is the study of high school senior photography, and this podcast will walk you through all the aspects of running a successful senior portrait business. So whether you've been a senior photographer for a while, or you're just getting started in the senior portrait business, the Seniorology Podcast is your resource for all things senior photography related. Hey y'all, Leslie here with another episode of the Seniorology Podcast. Today's episode is part of a series of interviews with some of today's top senior portrait photographers who also happen to be speakers at this year's Conference 12. If you don't know what Conference 12 is, it is Seniorology's once a year educational event with 12 speakers teaching 12 classes all about senior portrait photography. This year's event is in Nashville, Tennessee, August 25th through the 28th, and we only have seven spots left. So if you're thinking about coming, please join us in Nashville and grab your spot while there's still some available. Today's guest is Misty Davis of Pink Fly Photography. Misty started her business back in 2008 and began specializing in seniors in 2011. She's been featured on several industry platforms as well as published in Rangefinder Magazine's Back to School issue. Misty's also been a speaker at Conference 12 and Seniorology Tour. We love having her as one of our speakers and we are excited she's coming back this year for the Nashville Conference. So welcome, Misty. Hey, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. This is fun. Yeah, it's super fun, right? Okay, so I'm just going to dive right in and let you tell us a little bit more about who you are and where you're from. Okay, so um, I'm Misty, and I pretty much am born and raised in Dallas, Texas. Um, We live in the suburbs of Dallas in a small little community of Lucas. I call it, it's our little farm community. Um, We have a compound. Um, But... Um, yeah, so we have been up here and I started my business here and, um, probably just kind of have grown in the area. Most of my clients are based out of a town called Allen, Texas. So, um, it's, it's a great little area. It's kind of got a little bit small town feel, but it's still, I think the class size of the high school is like 2,500 or something. Oh my gosh. Y'all's it's high so schools huge. are humongous. Yes. <laughs> They're like college campuses. <laughs> they are. They really are. So, yeah. And I love the fact that Misty lives down the road from South Fork Ranch from the show Dallas because that was my favorite thing ever. <laughs> I mean, that is like my go-to to tell everybody and to show them South Fork. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad you took me there. I mean, it was the highlight. I mean, I was like, oh my God, I'm not... So I'm seriously standing in the place um, where I literally watch that show every Friday night. <laughs> so funny. And it's so funny too, because I, you know, photographing seniors, they have no idea what South Fork Ranch is. Oh no. And so I'm always like, oh, I'm like right around the corner from South Fork Ranch. They're like, what's that? I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> your mom, ask your mom. <laughs> do, you, do you ever shoot there? Can you shoot there? You know, I've done one shoot there. Um, I, we did kind of like a style shoot with one of my models one time for like a country club because it kind of the pool area and the little house and everything kind of uh-huh. like country club vibe. So yeah, it does. Yeah, so they were super sweet and let us let us. Do oh, that's there. good. So, yeah. I think I remember that shoot. It was cute. Yeah. It was fun. Um. Okay. So tell us how you started in photography. Like, what's your background? And how you, how did you get into photography? So I will be honest, the photography pretty much was like one of those things that fell in my lap. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing real estate and 
you know, throwing tantrums every day that I came home from work because I had a job and my husband would be like, oh my gosh, like you need to just find something else. I'm like, I don't know what I would do. And, you know, just kind of kept going with the motions. And then one day my stepmom actually bought a new DSLR camera and had no clue how to work it. And we were hanging out on Easter and she was like, I'm just over this camera. I can't figure it out. I'm done. Um, if you can figure it out, you're more than welcome to take it and have it. And I was like, sure. And I sat there the whole Easter while everybody was hanging out and just played with that dang camera. <laughs> so, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So finally, by the end, I was like, okay, I think you just do this, and this, whatever. And I was like, and look, I, it's not as, you know, cause she was getting all these blurry pictures. I was like, it's not as blurry and all this stuff. And she was like, okay, you just take it. That seems too complica- complicated. <laughs> like, all right, I'm in. So it was like, what did I say? 2007. So it was like one of the first ones that had really been on the market. So I started, there was this place online called betterphoto.com, which yeah. I'm not sure if it's still around, but you could sign up for classes with your camera and you would have to like, you would learn through, you know, the classes and then you would go take pictures of stuff and then come back, you know, and give your assignments and everything and you'd be graded. So I started doing that and like just kind of learning that way um, and playing around. And then I fell in love with it. And after a few years of, you know, doing it on the side at, you know, after I came home from work or on the weekends and stuff, mm-hmm. my husband just looked at me and was like, you want, you want to quit, don't you? I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> oh my God. He's like, okay. He's like, if you promise me that you can get to a point that this is not just a hobby and that you're going to turn this into a real career. And I was like, I promise you. And he's like, cause if not, he's like, you're keeping all those work clothes and you may be going back. And I, was <laughs> like, I, get, it. I get it. I'm like, we're young. I know. <laughs> so. oh, that's too funny. Well, yeah. okay. So when you first started, did you automatically start in seniors or how did you get oh, into that genre? Gosh, no, I, did everything. So I didn't matter what anybody wanted to take pictures of, I would take them. So I had done, um, maternity, you know, at the time, a lot of my friends were, you know, getting pregnant and stuff. So I do a lot of maternities, newborns and family pictures. And I tried weddings, which was the biggest nightmare I think I've ever experienced in my life. Um, and realized quickly that was not for me, but, um, no. And then after a few years, it was like, all of a sudden my sister, who's much younger than me, um, became a senior and she wanted to get pictures taken, which I thought was weird. Cause we always did that in the studio when we were younger. So uh-huh. I was like, sure, I guess I'll take them. And I loved it. I was like, this is my jam. So, um, so that's when I just kind of started focusing a lot more on just high school seniors. And that's when it actually started becoming a bigger thing. It was like 2010. Uh Um, So it was becoming a lot more of a thing for people to have higher photographers to get senior pictures done and not just do them in a studio somewhere. So, so yeah. Thanks to your sister, you found your... I know. Although we laugh because she was the most awkward person I've ever photographed in front of her, like in my life. Like she is the most awkward person. And I was like, I don't know how I ended up. Well, that's probably good though, that you practiced on her (laughs) because if you compose her, if she's that, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know if she's really that awkward, but you know what I mean? Like that was a challenge probably. And it probably helped you. No, it definitely did. Cause I'm like, she was like, she's a beautiful girl, but the most awkward person in front of a camera. And so it's just like, okay, well, (laughs) learning how to deal with people who don't know how to pose. That's good. You know? Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's too funny. Um, okay. So now you strictly do seniors. I mean, every now and then you might do families, but for the most part, you would say you're a senior genre photographer, right? 
I am pretty much a seniors and fashion bloggers. So oh, right. yeah, you've gotten into fashion bloggers lately. Yeah. So I kind of extended my business out. Um, you know, fashion blogging became a big deal and I got approached by a few people that were mm-hmm. wanting to start that. And it is very similar to me that's to seniors. So yeah. Um, it was kind of like almost doing the same thing and I, I love it too. So yeah, so I do a lot of bloggers as well. Well, since you brought that up, what would you say is the difference? I know you said they're very similar, but there is there a little bit of a difference and what do you do different for a fashion blogger versus a senior? So I'd say the biggest things would be, you know, with a blogger, they don't need a ton of pictures. They mm-hmm. literally are just looking to have a couple things, a couple of them to post mm-hmm. um, on their feed. So they're very quick. Like we're not moving around a bunch. We're staying in one place and I'm spending way less time taking pictures. Um, and it's not a bunch of headshots and stuff. We focus a lot more obviously on outfits. outfits. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. So, so that kind of changes. So I do a lot more which I do with my seniors too, but I do a lot more like movement and stuff mm-hmm. with my, my bloggers, I think. So. Well, yeah, probably because they want to see the, the the clothes and how they move more than the face of the person wearing them. Is that yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So and now, that's, do you have any advice for anybody that might would want to parlay their senior photography into sort of a fashion blogger as a supplement type genre to have? I mean, honestly, again, just like seniors, I think, you know, it was one of those things where if you can just find one blogger mm-hmm. that maybe mm-hmm. reach out to them and ask them if they want to do like a free, you know, collaboration together right? Um, and say, you know, you're just trying to get your feet wet or whatever and do that. Once you put that out there yeah. and, and also hashtag because bloggers actually do look for hashtags right? and they find it's very easy for them to see work that's been done. They're looking for photographers um, that do it in their area. So it's not always easy to find. So once you do that, once, what is it? What is the baseball? When you build it, they will come. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like with seniors, you have to show that you do it because otherwise people won't think to call you. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had posting, you know, if you're posting weddings, then they only consider you when they might be getting married. If you're posting, I mean, you know, I only do seniors. I don't ever get a call for too much other stuff because I'm not showing that. So if you want to do something, show it. So it starts sticking in their mind as to the fact that, Hey, you know, she does this too, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think once you, you know, just, you know, we all started off doing a couple of free shoots with seniors mm-hmm. yeah. to try and get our name out there. So it's the exact same thing with any other, right? you know, things. So same thing with bloggers. And once you do, yep, you'll, you'll get people interested. So and do you find that, um, those two genres do work well together? In other words, are you able to maybe do the fashion bloggers in the morning and then like senior shoots in the evening, afternoon, evening? Like, does that, the, do they play yeah. well together? Yeah, they are really well. So, and it's funny to me because I, you know, we're so used to a lot of times with seniors, I only work weekdays, um, some right. weekends, but you know, you always do it like after school and, you know, right. before sunset and stuff. And so bloggers adding that, I didn't want to mess with my schedule with my seniors. So I would always say mm-hmm. I do mornings and midday. Well, I've never really shot a bunch of mornings and midday shoots, you know, right, right. it was kind of new, but it, it has helped my photography, you know, oh, good. it helps me learn like the lighting that I can get at noon, you know, and right. you know, and stuff like that and how to shoot with it as opposed to being scared of it and not really knowing because I'm so used to only doing evenings, you right. know, so. so it's a challenge, but in a good way. Yeah, definitely. So, 
I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. So what do you love most about photographing seniors? So I'd probably say, honestly, I've, I'm a very like one-on-one connection person. Uh-huh. So I think that helped me, you know, weddings, I think overwhelm me because too many people, mm-hmm. um, families even kind of can be overwhelming to me because there's a lot of people when I had these one-on-one connections with these, you know, high school kids, I was like, okay, this is a lot more me. Like I can, I like having conversations and asking them questions and getting to know them more and laughing about stuff together, you know? And so yeah. I just feel like I had such a, a better connection with them and I felt like I could relate to them a little bit more. I don't know, even though I'm like way older than them, I don't know why I feel like I can relate to them, but. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, I can see that too, because it is, it is nice to not to have to, I mean, you know, with families, you're dealing with a bunch of different personalities. With seniors, you're it's one usually. Yeah, yeah. You know? So and yeah, it, I can totally see. Yeah, that. it's it's. It, I love. I just love the connection with them for sure, and being yeah. able to to build on that. So now we talk a lot in um, the photography world about the different um, ways seniors are handled throughout the country, like you know the senior season and, and are you the actual yearbook photo or are you the person they call in addition to the black drape type yearbook photo? So what, what is it like in your area? Right. So I think, and it probably comes across a lot in your people in the South, but, Mm -hmm. um, they do have to go to a studio for their yearbook photo. Um, usually the summer before their senior year and they, you know, have a drape or a tux or something. Right. actually never wear, um, and put them in the yearbook like that. So then we get, you know, for actual photographers, senior photographers, I will get a phone call, um, usually booking for spring or fall. Mm-hmm. Um, cause those are our main seasons, um, for real pictures that will show right. a little bit more of their personality and they're wearing something that they would actually wear. So, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's exactly how it is with us too. I think, yeah. um, you know, like I say, I kind of feel like, um, the West coast is a little bit different, but the South in general and Texas is South. So, um, yeah, they have to do that traditional yearbook photo, but then they call you on top of that, which is, you know, I mean, it's good to know that because that way, you know, what you're marketing for. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, and you know, you know, you, you learn a lot more too about what, when people are wanting to get those pictures taken and stuff, because they may need them for, you know, I get a lot more, I'm a lot busier in the fall, I think, because, they do want to buy, you know, ads and yeah. stuff or programs and things mm-hmm. like that. They need mm-hmm. those, they want to use those pictures for. So yeah. learn a little bit about that. Right. Yeah. It definitely helps. Um, okay. So what is one tip about working with seniors that you can share with other photographers? It can be a business tip. It can be, you know, a connection tip, whatever your biggest tip. I'd honestly say the biggest thing is just be real with them. And I know that seems pretty like normal, but I noticed, I've noticed through the years, like doing like shootouts or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the way people can talk to them, they can, you know, you kind of forget that they, they are kids still, but they're yeah. pretty much an adult at the same time, you know, yeah, yeah. And you just want to make sure you're treating them, you know, like more of an adult or like a friend, you know, in conversation and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, be sure to be asking them questions and engaging with them. I think that sometimes people are so focused on getting the picture that they lose sight and actually engaging with their, with the, with this person behind it. And it's pretty right. obvious to them. So, <laughs> well, and it makes them feel more comfortable. I mean, if you're not saying anything to them, I think a teenager is like, oh God, what am I doing wrong? You know? Right. Exactly. 
And then, yeah, and they just don't know. They're like, well, do you want me to do this? Like, am I supposed to look over here? You know? Right, right, so yes. Constant, like, communication and just being real with them and asking them questions about, you know, their school life and, you know, whatever. Like, actually care a little bit more than just, like, I'm here to take pictures. You know, it helps them feel a little bit better, too, during right. the session. Absolutely. Um, okay. So our next question is when it comes to educating other photographers, what do you think is the most important for photographers to learn? Oh, good question. Um, I would probably say, honestly, the back end part of the business, like all the, you know, unless you went to business school, I think sometimes as creatives, you know, like most of us start off because Mm -hmm. we are creative and that's what drew us to photography in the first place that I think the biggest thing is the, the back end of running a business is, you know, something that can fall short because we have such creative minds. So I think getting to know a little bit more of how to, how to run that, um, to be able to be successful and not just, you know, take pictures, you know? Right. Definitely. Well, and that parlays into your class at conference 12, um, cause it is titled how to run a one woman show, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, or man. That's true. That's true. Um, how okay, tell us one little piece of that class or one little thing people can expect to learn without giving too much away. So I'd probably say, you know, if anything that I'm known for whenever it comes to like with between my friends and things like that, I'm really big into simplifying. Um, and so I've really kind of honed in how to run my business as simple as possible so that I don't feel overwhelmed with it, but yet I don't need to spend a lot of money hiring other people to help me with it. Um, so I think I just want to kind of share a lot of my tips of how to handle that back end stuff and simplify Ooh, my phone comes coming through. <laughs> yes. Oh, simplify good. as in turn your phone off when you're doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how to do that, but, um, so yeah, so I would say, honestly, just talking a lot about how to do things and what apps to use or things that you can, you know, implement in your business to run it a lot smoother and better, especially if you are the only person in your business. Right. So, yeah. Like as most of us are. Yeah. I mean, well, I, mean, and I do think that, you know, a lot of us, like you said earlier, get in the mode of shooting or are just, you know, maybe there are some people that are more creative than business minded, but really running a photography business is probably the majority of its business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the, the amount of time of me taking pictures is nothing compared to the amount of time I'm spending, you know, marketing or billing or, you know, like, right client communications and, you know, all these other aspects of the business. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, well, I'm excited to um, hear from you in your class at Conference 12. And hopefully those listening will also be there so they can learn how to do it because, you know, it is a lot of work and and we are usually just us and it can be lonely and, you know, having systems in place can free up some of your time to do other stuff or be more creative or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you want to make sure to, you know, there was a period of time, even in my business where I thought, oh my gosh, I'm so over this, you know? And I was just like working. I felt for nothing. And especially when tax time came and I had to do my taxes. Oh my God, girl, don't even talk about it. I'm having to do mine right now. And I, my mom and dad came up this weekend to see the boys 
in their sports. And I, and mom was like, what can I help you with? And I went, oh, can you um, enter stuff on an Excel spreadsheet? Here you go. And I like handed it <laughs> And then they had to leave and she only got through like six months. And I'm like, ah, I have to do the rest. Oh my gosh. At least you got her to help you. That was pretty nice. I know, right? At least I don't have to do six months. So there you go. That's six months down. Oh my gosh. Okay. So can you tell us what is the best piece of advice you've ever received when it comes to either photography or running a photography business? Um, so at probably say, and I know this sounds really cliche, but it's really, really true, um, is to do whatever in your business makes you happy and don't worry about what anybody else Mm. is doing around you. Um, I think, you know, it's easy to compare yourself to others or they're, they're doing this. So I should be doing this too. I mean, even when it comes to things like, you know, model programs and stuff, if that stuff overwhelms you and you just think that sounds like the worst idea ever, you know, like you don't, it doesn't mean you have to do it because everybody else is doing it. You know, like, I just think that people get so caught up in, you know, oh, well they have a studio. I need to have studio or they have, you know, like you don't do what makes you happy, what is going to fulfill you. So I love that because, you know, there is really just no one way to do anything, especially when it comes to running a business. There's no norm, if you will. Um, So yeah, your norm can be totally different to somebody else's norm. Oh yeah, completely. And that is probably going to be what sets you apart from everybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So don't get caught up in what everybody else is doing and just do you. Yes. Okay. So now I have a couple of like fun little questions, like what's in your camera bag? Ooh, okay. So um, my camera bag has recently expanded only because (laughs) I, so I've never had like a, done a backup camera before, but I've learned that I'm really glad I kept my um, Canon Mark III. Uh Um, I've been using it a lot lately because I have a Canon Mark IV um, that I usually use, but it's been having issues. So I've heard this is a new thing with Canon Mark IVs, by the way. So if anybody has that and is shooting with it, let me know if you're having issues with yours as well whenever it comes to uh, focusing. So, um, yeah, so I've been using my Mark III with mm-hmm. I have a 35mm 1.4, and then I have a Sigma Art 50, which mm-hmm. I love. And then um, I have an old school, like, 85 1.8. Okay. So that's usually what's what's in there. And tell everybody about your cute backpack, the bag. Oh, my gosh, my backpack is so cute. Cutest. So, um, and I've talked to so many people into getting it. So House of Flynn, um, and no, they do not pay me to sponsor them. <laughs> um, right. This is just your them. own opinion. <laughs> my opinion. They have the cutest backpacks and they can fit your laptop and all my camera gear. And you can kind of rearrange the settings the way you need for your equipment, you know, uh-huh. on the inside and uh-huh. um, there's little side pockets and stuff, but mine's rose gold. It's so cute. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. It's super cute. They have really okay. great ones. Yeah. Okay. So it was house of Flynn. You said house of Flynn. Yes. House of Flynn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So out of, you, you listed your lenses. It is the 50 your favorite. So my 35 is still my favorite. Uh Um, I, you know, it's funny. It took me a really long time to even like my 35. I know, right? It was kind of something you have to really get used to. (laughs) Yes. I was like, I don't know about this one. Um, And now I like barely ever take it off my camera. You know, like I just love it. But since I've got the Sigma Art 50, I think that one's second place. So it's, it's been a 
awesome lens. And I use that a lot for my bloggers too. So right. yeah, I love, so those, I gotta say both of them, but 35 still beats them. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And then what is your favorite type of location to shoot? Like, do you like an urban thing? Do you like a field? Like what's your, what's your favorite place to go? Like not specifically, but kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> well, the place on Park Avenue. No, I'm just kidding. Know, um, right? <laughs> Everybody be flocking there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I would say definitely. I think I'm more of an urban girl. It's mm-hmm. just I love the di- I love textures and I love you know different colors and I like being able to the options of posing is more you know I just feel like I have. I can get more variety that way. Yeah. Um, Although I love a golden sunset on a field. um, I don't, you know, I can do, I feel like I can do so much more with other areas, you know, or urban areas. So, well, and I like that you said that because I have um, interviewed a couple of other people in the Texas type. Um, some of them are in Texas and then a few are kind of around Texas um, and they always say field. So it's nice to hear somebody else, you know, just because I think you think yeah. Texas and you think wide open spaces, but it is nice to hear that, you know, you like urban and, and Dallas is kind of more urban than wide open spaces anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, where I live outside of Dallas is a lot more wide open. Right. Um, but you know, and it's like, it's funny. Like I hate driving down to Dallas because it's horrible, you know, whatever to get there. But once I'm there, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I just get so inspired because there's just so much there, you know? Right. Like I get more inspired in those places. Okay. So so I have to apologize for the dog barking in the background, but you know, it's life, right? I know. I hope everybody can still hear us. Your dog's barking. Seriously. I mean, you'd think somebody was like attacking me and it's not. It's just my husband. It's just my husband. (laughs) Who came home for lunch. So (laughs) anyway, um, you know, speaking of locations um, and I'm I'm really done with questions, but it made me think of something. I, I get a lot of times people talking about how do you find locations? How do you find locations? And it's kind of a hard thing to tell people because you know it probably depends on your area um but how do you find locations do you just get every now and then just feel like you need something new and you get out and drive around or what so I'm lazy and (laughs) I know this thing called google maps has satellite (laughs) right (laughs) that's the lazy way to do it oh my god is the lazy and easiest again simplify i don't want to spend an entire day just driving around trying to find things well and it's also really hard if you're driving to be looking for places that is true that is true yeah no i mean i can you know because you know where the sun kind of sets and so i just i'll find an area and i'll drop a, the little guy in it and uh-huh. drive around, you know, and oh, that's, that's funny. Okay. I've so Google, Google satellite. There you go, people. Yeah, <laughs> I often, I've, I've said this before. I don't remember whether it was you or Brittany, but somebody I told before, I said, we really should have a, a photographer exchange program where you come to my town and ride around with me because you would see something that would be a cool location that I've probably passed 8,000 times. And then I go to your town and do the same thing. And that would be how we would find new locations. Yes. No, I love that idea. I will say, you know, I went to go see Brittany one time. Yeah, me too. She was, yeah. So she showed all these yes. spots and how she finds all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm like, okay. And so then I went back home and I'm like, all right, I got to start looking at my town a little differently right. you know, whatever. And I still found nothing, but then she came to visit and I was like, okay, what do you see? And she's like, oh, and you know, I'm thinking, yes, like I get to somebody else's point of view, you know, uh-huh. whatever. 
she just was so funny. She kept looking around going, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Oh, no. And I was like, see? You see what I'm working with now? And she was like, well, this is cute. And she goes, but man, that was like 30 minutes from where we just were. I go, here's the problem. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Because she literally, I mean, that's one, that's one person that will make anything look good. I mean, the girl's done a photo shoot at Target before in the like buggies or shopping carts. So she finds the, I mean, it's places I would never, ever stop. Um, but I did the same thing. I rode around with her and thought, you know, she uses the front of a dentist office. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've never thought to use the front of a dentist office. So I came home thinking, okay, I'm going to find me the front of a dentist office. No, I still have yet to use anything like that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, she kept laughing too. She goes, all of your buildings, everything's brown or red brick. Yeah. And I see ours are too. Yeah. I'm like, there's no character. That's why there's like, you can use some dentist office. And I'm like, no way. Like <laughs> everything, I think it's the South Missy. I swear, because everything is red brick in my area and your area. I mean, I know we're far away from each other, but I think they're very similar in style because yeah. it is just red brick. And I mean, nobody wants to be put up against red brick. You want to talk about Photoshop and you're going to have to totally Photoshop their skin. Yeah. Well, it's just not pretty. It's no. just ugly. No. It's not. And everything looks the same. Yeah. It no. just gives a red cast and it's just not pretty. You're right. No. Yeah. And it's probably because I mean, it's the cheapest thing you can maybe use. I, mean, I don't know that, but I'm I'm assuming just because so many people use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't know. Because it is really like everywhere. And yeah. it's funny because it makes me think a little bit about when they used to like the studio seniors and they used to pull up like a pretend yes. brick wall. Yes. It was always kind of like a red brick, wasn't it? Yeah, it totally was. In fact, one of my models long time ago, I don't know if they still do it, but you know, they didn't they didn't they don't tell you what the backdrop's gonna be before you show up for those things. So she had on a red shirt and it was a red fake red brick background. So she basically was like camouflaged. Oh no. You know what I mean? She's like it was horrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right well thank you so much for sharing your advice and fun talking about different locations and stuff and we can't wait for you to teach at conference 12 in august so thanks so much for joining me today thank you it was so fun and i'm so excited i know gonna we're gonna have fun nashville's gonna be amazing have you ever been yeah, to nashville i've never been to nashville oh, oh you're gonna love it I'm stoked. Like yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I hear it's like one of the best towns. So It is. It's um, you know, I mean, the East Coast South Southeast Coast, I guess, area is not really known for these huge cities or whatever, so they're few and far between, but Nashville is one of them. Um and it is just booming with creativity and musicians and photographers and like just anything creative you can think of. And so I think it will be a really good space for us to learn because I think it'll give us that that kind of vibe yeah that's awesome I'm so excited and you guys better sign up because (laughs) those eight spots are gonna go fast and you're gonna miss out if you don't that's right it is it is it is fun and educational all at the same time yes definitely okay well thank you so much for joining us and I'll talk to you soon all right thanks Bye. bye thank you for listening to the seniorology podcast 